Okay, what's up, guys? Welcome to, or for some of you, welcome back to the official Darlin' Bonnie Land podcast, Darlin' Bonnie's Girl Talk Guidebook, candid conversations about the art of living and the poetry of being darling, brought to you by me, Darlin' Bonnie, high-class hip-hop artist plus pioneer, social salon hostess, satirical lifestyle guru, and showgirl. What's up? So this is episode two, insert grace here. It's in a rough form still, but it's going to be maybe a little rougher than the last because I'm recording it on my phone. I'm hoping that the quality is still really good. Um, this is just for convenience. I have so many things going on right now. So I have my phone in one hand, my computer in front of me, my notebook on the other side of me. And, um, since I had the episode moving through me, I felt it was best to just hop on here now and get it done and see how it goes. And if it's good in this form, then we're going to keep it. And if it's not, I'm going to go cry when I get off of here and then re-record and then re-record it. Um, so today's episode, Proper introductions, the structure and flow of a fly girl is following a very specific format. If you've read the latest guidebook entry, uh, Concepts of a Fly Girl, the Darlin' Bonnie Land Instruction Manual, or if you were routed here by way of Instagram and you saw the um, instruction manual fit for Instagram, then you'll have some kind of semblance or an idea of what I'm going to discuss here today, which is basically the structure and flow of my world and how all things darling bonnie operate because this is a new terrain in the world of the arts and entertainment and is not exactly like what's been before seen i mean to create this alchemical blend that has become my presentation and experience this conceptual performance art experience i stripped a bunch of worlds for parts and made something that felt um real right best and true authentic and organic and uh innate to and for me as a woman as an artist as an individual and so the worlds that I stripped, oh my God, there's a beautiful hummingbird outside right now. God, I wish I could have snapped that. Um, the worlds that I created, I'm sorry, the worlds that I stripped to create this experience um, have been obviously music, uh, editorial, the spiritual world, um, literary world, film and television, theater. What else? Am I missing anything? I think I got everything. I stripped all these worlds for parts. And created an alchemical blend that's suitable for my presentation and so for me I'd been in music since 2006 I've done a lot of things but nothing felt appropriate you know it felt like I couldn't get any real traction although I was I, I gained traction maybe I shouldn't say I couldn't get any real traction because I did but the traction that I was gaining wasn't going into a direction that I felt was appropriate for and or suitable to me I felt like I had to develop something that was still music centric that would allow for me to be and do more okay and so something evolutionary something revolutionary something that takes a giant leap forward in the world of the arts and entertainment that can be uh viable during this time of um a very active digital age that we're living in and so here is darling bonnie and darling bonnie land which very neatly could be described as a conceptual performance art experience that lives online by way of music and content and then comes to life offline and live experiences that take the form of shows and events and then our very special pop-up which mixes a social salon meeting a stage show meeting a performance art exhibition slash installation and then of course there's merch and then all of this experience plays out like a musical storybook zine that is um, theatrical, that comes to life again online and off, and that tells the story of the new Black American Empress and how she became such. And the new Black American Empress is very much me. And so I'll leave the definition of what that is in the show notes. But the story that's being told through the music, which the music is central to this experience, is... Um, 
a young diamond in the raw and rough traveling through traversing the lipstick jungle which is a physical mental emotional and spiritual state of that you have to experience in order to gain sovereignty in order to gain um, the totality of self in order to gain mastery in order to bring oneself into equanimity is something that I guess you can liken to uh, the several seven levels of initiation which is something that's discussed in the spiritual realm and if you're not aware of what that is or how that operates then I'll leave the link to that in the show notes as well you can familiarize yourself further but it's like an Alice in Wonderland meets tarot deck kind of experience in a contemporary urban a jungle setting and so that is what the music covers in a serialized way think harry potter every musical project that comes out is a party to that overarching narrative and is an installation to it and so each one is like its own book right so one project is one book and all of the content and the pop-up experiences and the merch collections that come out during that social season will all be in um, alignment with that project's theme and concepts and stories the way that the content works is that it takes on a decoded diarized um what do I want to say conversational methodology that builds on the stories that are utilized in the music that can be found in the music because all of the music is based in has nonfiction origins there is based on things that have I've really experienced and I've really lived through or people very close to me have really lived through and so um, the content will build on it obviously and illustrate the records but also go the opposite way and decode and demystify and deconstruct the records and talk about the things that are at the core, the essence, the lessons, the messages, the keys, the mantras, the um, actual experiences. And so all of that will happen through Darlin' Bonnie's guidebook, Darlin' Bonnie's Girl Talk guidebook, Instagram, um, YouTube, and the website, which is still coming soon. So this is an, a whole new world, a whole new wave, a whole new way of doing things. And I'm hoping that everybody is excited about it as I am. I'm just like thrilled. I'm so excited I could just spit. That's from Tuong Fu. Um, I have been working on this for a very long time now. When I went off the grid in 2017, I had no idea what I was going to do. I kind of started already generating the parts. I've been generating them for a long, since the beginning, right? Since 2006, when I was in Honey in the Bank, I'd be, been begun, excuse me, generating this experience. And so um, it's just traveled with me throughout the years. You know, innovation happens in waves. And we're finally ready to make this wave a secured and viable and real thing and present it to the world in a whole way. And so here I am. So, you know, no, I'm not looking to be a traditional rap girl. I never was even when I was being a traditional rap girl. I'm looking to be a whole new uh, archetype, creative archetype. And so a lot of the things that I'm going to be breaking down in the music are going to be presenting archetypes and waves and complexes of thought and ways of being and thinking and living etc 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 and so um it'll be like musical sketches and moods and scenes from my experience in the lipstick jungle and it goes from being you know a, again a young diamond in the raw and rough to being a real ass woman and so i'm very excited you guys it's a very editorialized um experience as well so there'll be a lot of pictorial content a lot of video content included and it's just a journey and i'm looking to take this journey with the public 
watching. <laughs> I mean, I've been through the journey. So it's just me recapping and recounting things that have happened whilst also presenting to you what's happening in my world in the now moment. So that's the really the, the nutshell of it all. And then it's all happening within and around the Darlin Society, which the Darlin Society is the community that's um, based around all things Darlin Bonnie. So at the core of the Darlin Society is me, Darlin Bonnie. And then it goes into DBX Co, which is Darlin Bonnie and Company, the in-house boutique creative and business team whose responsibility it is to distribute all things darling bonnie darling bonnie land high class hip-hop high street culture etc 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 and then the next um tier or faction in darling bonnie's darling society would be the ambassadors which is obviously ambassadors from darling bonnie land but also um they work as a street team or promotional team they advocate for all things darling bonnie darling bonnie land high class hip-hop high street culture etc etc online and off and then the next tier is the affiliates which are people who are not exclusively in dbx co outside creatives and outside businesses that we do um collaborative experiences with or collaborative have collaborative deals with to create things in darling bonnie land and then the next tier is obviously the most important most special and prized tier the audience if you would like to be a part of the darling society in official capacity i'm talking affiliate ambassador and or dbx co please contact me at DearDarlingBonnie at gmail.com and we can discuss further and see what kind of specialties and gifts you can bring to the table and we can make magic with. Um, the next thing that I want to discuss beyond that, because I'm trying to just fire these things off because this is probably going to be the last time that we speak during this off-season interlude. The next time that we speak, we will be in an official preseason unless there's some pressing news that happens between now and the preseason drop. Um, we'll be in official preseason and there'll be music and content rolling. So let me discuss the seasons and how they work. There are two primary seasons in Dar Darlin' Bonnie Land and two secondary seasons. The two primary seasons are on and off seasons. They always happen no matter what. And then the two secondary seasons are maybe babies, which means that they may happen and they may not, um, depending on how the cycle is running, but they're pre-seasons and off-season interludes. We are currently in an off-season interlude. The way off-season interludes work, which off-season interlude has a dual meaning in Darlin' Bonnie Land, so I'll get to the secondary meaning, but let me start with the first. The way off-season interludes work is that during an off-season, we drop small batch music and content that either that does one of three things or all three things one it recaps things that just happened in the last on season right the second thing is that it presents new content and or music created specifically for this off season moment so think of it like a commercial break these are records that are not a part of any official project they're either created specifically for this moment or they're scrapped records that aren't going to see the light of day otherwise or have been shelved for example during this off season i've released four different records or five one showroom verse which a showroom verse in darlin bonnie land is the equivalent to a freestyle in the regular hip-hop world or spoken word poetry it's those two things combined you know sp spoken word and freestyling are kin they're like cousins and so think of sh a showroom versus a relative as well the showroom verse that I released during this off season was and God created Darlin' Bonnie. I dropped this showroom in 2018 when I was just regenerating my online world with Instagram and SoundCloud exclusively Instagram, SoundCloud and I think MailChimp and um, and God created Darlin' Bonnie can be found at SoundCloud.com backslash Darlin' Bonnie. I'll leave the link in the show notes, but it was a showroom that um, I don't know if you've read elizabeth gilbert's big magic or if you've seen her ted talk on how creativity 
runs, but it's pretty accurate. I mean, I, I think mine exclusively wants to be channeled through me because I've never heard the things that I've said come out of someone else's mouth. And I know she talks about in that book how, you know, if an idea tries to visit you and it doesn't work with you, it'll find another host. But I feel like the things that come through me can only specifically be moved through me and come out of me. It requires my experiences, my vessel, et cetera, et cetera. If I don't deliver it, it won't get done, which is why God has tasked me with this mission and said, girl, ain't no way you getting off this path, even if you want to. And I tried, trust me, I tried. And God was like, ah, it's enough. So anyway, um, and God created Darlin' Bonnie, found me in 2018, right after my grandmother had passed. And it was the thing that let me know that music and I weren't done with each other. And it also let me know that I was a brand new archetype and a whole new, it was like a vision. I have this thing that I call um, Hollywood, Hollywood religion, like divination that I get through listening to records or creating records through watching um, television and film through reading books through writing like I get this divination and like messages from the universe messages from God will download into me by way of like connecting with specific things and so um, I had that message from and God created Darlin Bonnie and then I ended up putting it out so that was one of the things that I released during this offseason interlude the second thing was Miss America which is a record that I recorded in like I think 2016 or 17 and it was never even completed because there was a lot of disruption and then I ended up not finishing it and um, I knew that it was never going to get done now and I knew that it was in a done enough form that I could put it out in the world so I did that and then the final two were one was less bad girl which I released on International Women's Day with a reel and the way that Less Bad Girl worked as I recorded it many years ago. The beat was done by this producer named Tech Beats. I used to perform that record a lot and then I took it out of rotation. It was a record that was supposed to be a thing and then it never became a thing. And so it just went shell for a long time. And I was looking through an old flash drive recently and I found it and I was like, well, I might as well utilize it on something because it's never going to be anything else. Plus, like not only is it just it, it, the message is still on par, but my voice is completely different, you know, like, I, I don't know, I've, I don't think I talked about this in the last pod. But I had this experience where like, I guess it's stepping into self, it's leveling up, you know, gaining more of your sovereignty and respect and trust for yourself where my voice just changed. It was like I hit musical puberty, like my balls dropped or something. And I'll never forget when it happened. I was on stage at the DNA lounge in San Francisco. I was opening a show for Mob Deep at that time, because I was opening all these historical rap shows at that point uh classic rap shows i did cameron i did fabulous and pusha t are still people who put out music like current music but i did cameron fabulous and pusha t um eve uh mob deep black sheep and i had a project out at that time called vintage and because we were doing a record called vintage that utilized a lot of vintage samples from you know the 50s the 60s the 70s and even the 80s and 90s we decided it was smart to align with all of these like classic rap shows and open those because it played into the whole story. But in essence, and I, you know, essentially or theoretically, it was a good idea. In reality, eh, it was okay. I'm grateful for the opportunities, right? Um, so anyway, I was on stage at the DNA lounge and my voice just changed. It was during sound check. My voice just changed. It just, if you listen to the records from me in Honey in the Bank, and you listen to the records of me on Vintage, and then you listen to the records of me um, more in present day, like a love story, and uh, um, and uh, Much Ado About Something, which I'm going to discuss next, 
you'll notice a, a significant change in my voice. And it was not something that was laborious. It wasn't something that I forced. It wasn't something that I was trying to do. It was something that just happened. And I'd realized that I'd arrived in a specific place within myself where I was confident and I was comfortable and the power was starting to be channeled through. And so you can hear that on records. And um, yeah, and so then the next record that I re released was uh, Much Ado About Something. Much Ado About Something was a beat that I'd received last year for someone who was trying to do something for someone else. And they wanted me to put a, a verse to it so they could send it to someone for this specific reason. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. And I felt like, you know, I could keep it and utilize it for myself if, if ever necessary. And I knew it wasn't going to ever be anything or go on to anything ex um, official. So I just utilized it as the first official off-season interlude record, which it talks about pretty much arriving into oneself, one coming into one's own power, one being uh, fully vested in their own energy and being about able to or capable of living up to all the hype around themselves right and I'm not talking about hype so much even from the outside world but like you know sometimes people self-hype talk there's a lot of ego and there's little essence right it's not just self-hype talk with me it's not me saying oh you the shit girl in the mirror trying to psych myself out and believe believing something that in essence or in theory or in uh at my core self I'm not really um connecting with and or to this is me coming from a place of sincerity and purity and saying you've gone through a whole hell of a lot to get to where you are and I'm proud of you so it's much ado about something like everything about you was worth it you know everything about you was worthwhile everything that's said about you that's speaking to the power of your presence and your essence and your being is true this is factual you know it because you've lived through it you've been to it the mountaintop and down again and back up and you're about that and so that's much ado about something and those are the four records that I've released during this off-season interlude. And then I did a, I've done small batch content. I started regenerated my Instagram account with a small batch content campaign called "Who the Fuck Is Darling Bonnie Again." So during off-season interludes, there'll be things like that. And then even this podcast and the last podcast are parties to an off-season interlude, in that they are um, the last one recapped a lot of things that happened in the past, and this one is more or less it's touching on things from the past, but more or less preparing you for what's to come in the future. That's the third functionality of an off-season interlude. It prepares you for what's to come it's like a little glimpse or a preview or conversations around what's cooking in darling bonnie land so that's an off-season interlude the next secondary season is a preseason, which is another maybe baby um the way preseasons work is that they're just small scale on seasons they present either an ep and or a single that preps you for whatever the major project is going to be during the on season um, pre-seasons have like little merch collections that has like one to three items and it also has the exclusive um, Darlin' Bonnie Lamb pop-up but the pop-up in a pre-season doesn't travel it's not a touring pop-up it's in one city for one week and um, and then that's it and the way that a and then it has small batch content as well similar to an off-season interlude but the way that a um, and when I say small batch, I mean, it's not coming out as consistently. There's not so much of it. You may get one or two things. For example, during this offseason interlude, you've got Instagram posts, you've gotten um, a few Instagram posts, you've gotten um, Girl Talk guidebooks, which is, this is the second one only. And you've gotten a few guidebooks. But during a full scale on season, these things are coming in continually, right? They're on a perpetual schedule. And there's also videos and there's also offline experiences. And there's also just more happening, right? It's act active movement. 
And so during a preseason, it's just a small scale on season. So everything is happening, but in small batches and not as frequently, but more frequently than an off season interlude and everything is fresh in a full scale on season. We're active socially and um, online and off. And we're doing a full scale project, rolling it out, having content conversations about it building on the stories we're doing a touring pop-up we have a full-scale merch collection everything is happening the wheels are churning everything is rolling that is an on season during an off season we're off the grid we're in rest and rehabilitation right we're in getting a reprieve we're in a space of of um taking a step back we're not active socially online or off we're doing things privately and quietly metamorphosing uh shape-shifting into the next version of self and preparing the next project for the next iteration of the story in darlin bonnie land and so um off seasons are spent more with i i compare on and off season to town and country you know the idea of you go into town and it's bustling and everything's happening and it's lively and then you go into the country and it's quiet and it's more uh, solitude style uh, activities and it's more walking slowly catching the pace of your breath and meditative etc etc so town and country on and off seasons so those are the social seasons in darling bonnie land and that pretty much wraps up what i've come to share with you all today excuse the expediency in my speak i'm doing so many things right now but i definitely wanted to make sure that i got this in and got this out and that we were able to speak in this final leg of this long 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 ass off season i mean it has been crucial it has been since 2017 and again i kind of discussed in long off seasons lasagna and all the latest in darling bonnie land some of the things that happened that were more private or that were more personal driven but these are the things that have been happening creatively these are the things that have been populating um, my space and my time uh during this off season period um artistically this is what i've been preparing this is what i've been developing this is what we've been getting into and so there's so much fun to come so many things that are on the horizon and i'm very excited if you would like to be a part of this experience again um as a member of dbx co as a member of um the ambassadorship program as a party to the affiliates please contact me at deardarlingbonnie at gmail.com and we can discuss further as stated and see what we can do or where we can go or if it's a good fit and if not i'm happy to have you along as an audience member i'm always excited to have more people populate the darling society so thank you guys for tuning in make sure you follow along at darling bonnie by the gram um if you subscribe to nothing else in darling bonnie land my advice my advice <laughs> my advice would be for you to subscribe to the society things newsletter zine which gives you all of the latest content, all of the latest music, the social calendar, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's like the Darlin bon the premier Darlin Bonnie Land news source. It's the newspaper of Darlin Bonnie Land. During an on-season, it comes out weekly. During a pre-season, it comes out bi-weekly. And then during off-seasons and off-season interludes, it comes out as necessary. And so, so far, we've sent out one. I'll leave the link to that in the show notes. You can subscribe there as well. You can also drop by Darlin' Bonnie Land if you want to get into the landing portal. Excuse Kobe in the background making sounds. He's napping. Kobe's my dog. Um, if you would like to read more into how this thing operates and moves, we have all these clickable guides, interactive guides that you can read at the Darlin' Bonnie Landing. 
which I'll leave the link to that in the show notes as well. And then that about pretty much wraps it up. So I'll speak with you guys very soon. I'm very excited. If you have any questions or if you have any exclamation point style excited commentary, please do not hesitate to leave a comment below if you're looking at this via or listening to this via Substack. If you're not, you know, find me on any platform and let me know what, what you think or what you're feeling or get your question out to me and I'll get you an answer back in a timely manner. I love you all. I appreciate you all being here and I look forward to us getting together in real time. See you later.